and welcome to How Are You Doing Today? The podcast that connects you with college experts, career experts, and all the pieces of what makes a life whole. My name is Mara Brady McMullen. I'm a counselor at Mead High School. And today I am connecting you with Dr. Melanie Holbert. Dr. Holbert is the Associate Vice President for Academic Affairs and the Director of the School of Graduate Studies and the Dean of Students for the School of Graduate Studies at Western Colorado University. Dr. Holbert, welcome to our podcast. And how are you doing today? Doing great. And uh, a lot of titles, but uh, I can definitely pin down a little bit more of what that means. Well, and you know what? You've earned them, so we should all <laughs> acknowledge them. So it's a, that's a huge honor and a lot of work. So that's something that we should get right every single time. So yes, Thank tell you. us a little bit more about you. Yeah, so um, I am a, a, a sociologist. I have a PhD in sociology and spent the majority of my career as a professor in the classroom, um, teaching sociology and uh, taught at a small university outside of Portland, Oregon, and then found myself in Western Colorado with an opportunity to as well teach uh, sociology. And shortly thereafter, I was offered an opportunity to serve in an administrative role. So my heart, my passion is, is in teaching and students, but I also have found this really wonderful place within administration where we can make the entire student body experience academically and personally and professionally and socially uh, the best that we can. I think that's really awesome because I think what we um, start off as 18, 19, 20 year olds, we don't really know where we're gonna end up and all the things, all the opportunities that happen. So yeah. actually I would love to know, where did you get your undergraduate degree? Boy, and I couldn't agree with that more. Um, I, I myself have two uh, college going or college age children and both of them, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to decide what you wanna do, but the more you learn about your options, the better. So. I did my undergraduate work at Western Washington University. I'm from the Seattle area and started out as a psych major and shortly thereafter uh, took a sociology course and fell in love with sociology. And it was because of a professor who served as a mentor to me who said to me, Melanie, did you know that you could be a professor who teaches sociology? And it's because of her and really her influence that I am where I am today because a professor saw something in me that perhaps I didn't and, and suggested that I had the opportunity and the ability to do that. And, and here I am. I think that's wonderful. Cause I, again, I think we talk with students or high school counselor talk with students in middle school and elementary too. And, you know, when you're little, you think you want to do this one thing and then you take a class and you learn something else. But what we really encourage students at the high school level, and especially if you do go to a two or four year university. It's just to try things because you're a perfect example of that stuff that you never knew you would like, and you might have been, you know, quote unquote, forced to take it. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is um, fascinating. So I always want students to take that away from any interactions they have with their teachers and counselors. Like you might not love it, but at least you understand why you don't like it, or it can open this other world up for you. That's, so, that's right, that's right. That's, um, that kind of leads us, I think, in a really nice way into something that we want to talk about and showcase about Western is that you guys have this accelerated program that's basically called accelerated programs, three plus two, and it's students earning their bachelor's degree and their master's. So could you give us a little bit of um, 
information on the overall program structure and what that what it entails. Yeah, so I, I think it's really important to start by saying um, we live in an age today where students are pragmatic, they're practical, they they want to know what their tuition is paying for and that there is an opportunity on the other side of that undergraduate um, journey. And so we understand that we understand that um, any any way in which we can save money um, and yet graduate with a, a, a terminal degree is, is really exciting. So at Western, we offer, you're right, they're called accelerated programs, but they're essentially, another way we say, are three plus twos. And three plus twos are a variety of programs, and I can talk about those in a moment, where you earn a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in five years. Most master's programs take two years, and most students enter into a master's program after completing four years of undergraduate work. So that puts you at six years, right? Um, and so- at minimum, right? Like, so some programs can take longer depending on what you're doing. That's right. So for example, a PhD um, is on top of a master's degree and that's an additional uh, anywhere from six to 10 years. So we understand this idea of, I want to be as marketable as possible when I enter into the, the labor force. And for many, many jobs, having that master's degree is what sets you apart um, in, in moving up in terms of what you are eligible for and the types of positions you can gain. So as a three plus two student, um, you would complete most of your undergraduate work in your first three years. In that fourth year, you take both undergraduate and graduate courses. So at Western, uh, in your fourth year, those are 400 level classes. Okay. And also in that fourth year, you're taking graduate classes, 600 level classes. And then in the fifth year, you would be admitted to the School of Graduate Studies to focus solely on your graduate courses and to complete your master's degree. So we have, we have a variety of these. Um, and there's a couple ways in which we think about this. Um, first of all, there are some students that come to Western that know on day one as a first year student, I want to get a master's in X, Y, or Z. I want that. So I'm very interested in this program. I want to apply and be accepted to Western. I want to uh, be on the right map, uh, academic map to finish my master's degree in five years. Other students aren't there. Uh, most students aren't. In fact, right. one of our largest majors on campus are our undeclared students, right? Mm -hmm. Exploratory yeah. students. So, so what this offers is once a student decides on that major, for several of our majors on campus, at that point is when an advisor would say, would you like to continue and pursue one more year here at Western. So for a total of five years and get a master's degree. Now there's criteria that, that students have to meet. For example, um, when they apply as an undergraduate student, they are applying as an undergraduate student. In their junior year, their third year, they would apply for the School of Graduate Studies. And it is at that at that admission timeline where students have to have certain things. They have to have a 3.25 GPA in the courses from their major. 
They have to have a 3.0 overall GPA. They have to have three letters of recommendation from their professors or um, other professional folks in their lives. This is absolutely the student is ready to go and could, could excel in a master's program. Um, and, and at that point, they apply. It's not guaranteed that they'd get in, but what we have here at Western are some pretty high flyers and, and most in fact do. So then you are admitted and you actually become a graduate student in your fifth year. So those are kind of the criteria and um, it's really up to our advisors who are either our professional advisors or our faculty advisors to be on high alert for students that they think maybe could really excel in these programs. Um, and just like me as an undergrad many, many years ago, I had a professor see something in me that I hadn't. And so an accelerated program is such a great opportunity. On average, a student will save around $15,000 um, from being in a three plus two than, a, than in a traditional four-year undergraduate program, plus an additional two years in, in a master's program. So it's, it's cost-effective and um, it gets you to where you want to go in a, in a faster track way. That's really awesome. I think you know, I don't want families to, you know, only take away the cost effectiveness, but I think that's something really to consider if it's saving 15,000, I mean, it's five years. And when you're thinking about, you have to apply to graduate school, there's this whole other place, like you're still applying at Western, but you're connected. And so you, you're connected to the professors, you have this already, um, the relationships already built. And so that is something that's really important. And I think students should also realize that, that those relationships help with job placements and career opportunities. And when you have to rebuild that connection at another graduate school, or maybe in a different state or at a different school, you know, if you're at Western and you transfer to CSU, that's awesome, but you still have to, you kind of have to start over building those relationships. And it sounds like part of what sets this apart is those um, connections that the professors already have with their students. That is absolutely right. And, um, that is what exactly happened to me. I graduated with a four-year degree and was ready to, to think about um, receiving a graduate degree. And I started at a whole new university and in a whole new state. And I acquired the master's degree and the PhD um, from, from scratch, right? Building relationships for the first time. Also, I'd mention what's really powerful about accelerated programs is it's not just that you are already in an environment where you know the faculty, but you have been put on a course map very early on. You are made very much aware of what are the criteria that you need, what are the courses you need to take in order to apply and hopefully be enrolled in the master's program. So nothing's a mystery. Um, it's all out there on the table from the very beginning. That's, again, also that clarity is things that's another piece that students should think about because that's also cost savings, right? So if you know what you need to do and you're prepped for it, you don't, um, you're not wondering. And I think too, even if you're undecided, you can still make choices and things can still go to your degree program. So I don't want, again, students and parents to like listen and think, well, you know, I don't know what I wanna do and I have to know. You don't, but you, you've got options and this is just another one of them. So from what I've read, the research I've done with your accelerated programs at Western, it seems you guys have a really, um, I believe you told me you have eight programs and they're in everything from elementary education with a master's in education 
to museum management and environmental management. So could you give us a brief description of each of these programs so at least students kind of are aware of what their options are with your three plus two? You bet. So currently, you're exactly right. We have eight graduate programs. These are standalone graduate programs where someone from out of state could apply. They have a bachelor's degree. They're ready to go. But in all of the ones I'm about to mention, they have three plus two options. So the, the programs that we currently offer, we offer an MS, a Master of Science in Ecology. Um, we offer a, a, a MS in High Altitude Exercise Physiology. And to me, that's one of the coolest master's program because um, for those of you that don't know, we, are, um, we, we live at elevation up here at, at Western. And so our high altitude exercise physiology program really capitalizes on this idea that there's unique opportunities for research and exercise sports science at high altitude uh, environments. We have an outdoor industry MBA. We are one of the first in the nation to offer this MBA. And really what, what I love about this program is it's currently in its uh, second year, but we know that the outdoor industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And, and for many of us, we are grateful for the outdoor industry, whether that's through skiing or mountain biking, whatever it may be. And so the idea was employers came to us and said, we would like to have employees that have these skills and these leadership and management skills. And so uh, through collaboration with the state of Colorado, we created an outdoor industry MBA. And the, the hope there is that we're gonna promote health and wellness. We're gonna protect public lands. We're gonna ensure that there are inclusive spaces and that we connect people to nature. And we're savvy businessmen and women. We have a um, master's in gallery and museum management, which is very unique. Um, again, uh, undergraduate student in art um, and art history. You know, we often hear, what do you do with a degree in art? There, well, there's a lot of things we can do with art, but this in particular sets you up to enter into the world of gallery management. We have a, a newly created rural MBS and rural community health masters of behavioral science. And this is really, um, really meeting a need. We know that in our rural communities, there is often a lack of access to services, both medical and mental health services. So someone who gets this degree often will come out of a sociology undergraduate major or a psychology undergraduate uh, major. And uh, these folks become experts in the behavioral science around uh, issues of uh, youth development and trauma and mental health and suicide and violence, uh, you know, food insecurity, real issues that are impacting our rural communities. And uh, we are introducing and welcoming our first students into that program in the fall. Oh, so that's a brand new program. Brand new, brand that's new. Exciting. Yeah, it's that's really a, exciting. I'm eager to hear more about that as you guys get going with it. That's really fascinating. The, the next one that is also kind of a world renowned literally is our graduate program in creative writing. Now I want to suggest that uh, although it is in creative writing, it is so much more. 
Um, it is um, a terminal degree, an MFA, or you could get a master's degree. And these are the areas in which you specialize. You specialize in genre fiction, right? So if you wanna be a fiction writer, you could specialize in nature writing. Again, this idea that there's real need for um, scholars and people that are well-equipped to be engaged in, in both scholarly and, and popular publications around nature and writing. Screenwriting, you know, if someone's interested in, in writing a play. Um, and finally, poetry, uh, you know, do you want to be a poet? Do you want to be marketable as a poet? How do you get into that industry? And also in publishing, do you want to be a publisher? So this program is very dynamic, very unique, um, and has grown tremendously. And the reason I say it's world renowned is because we have faculty teaching those courses from all over the world, top notch in their fields. In fact, one of our uh, screenwriters, one of our screenwriter writer faculty uh, just produced a film that you can see on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, so, so again, just great opportunities there. And, and finally, we have an MS in ecology. Perhaps I had mentioned that already, um, but an MS in ecology is, is really this opportunity to be involved in how do we take care of our environments, right? From a biology perspective, from a geogra geography perspective, from an environmental science pers per perspective. Um, and this is a, a wonderful, dynamic, kind of interdisciplinary, um, research-based uh, program that students exit and are able to either work in industry, work for the government, work at a university, um, or, or be entrepreneurs. And so you overall, have, oh, please go ahead. No, I was just going to say overall, all the master's programs that I just mentioned, all of those have pathways from the undergraduate degree into those master's programs. That's awesome. Do you, um, what about the education? Is that, is that one too with elementary education? So a master's in education is often with a secondary licensure. Okay. Right. Secondary is as nine through 12. In some schools, it's seven through 12, right? High school. Yes. And we offer um, pathways um, with secondary licensures in biology and chemistry and economics and English. So you walk out of the master's in education with a master's degree as a secondary teacher um, with emphases in one of those, those programs. And so- and Is that part of the three plus two? Those are part of the three plus two. So yeah. all of you listening who wanna be a teacher, you start off with making more money if you have that master's degree, <laughs> a lot more money. So I'm just saying like, think about that too. One extra year gets you um, Significant, pay yeah. scales are published so you can go see the, the difference. and it. And that's the longevity of your career too and what you can earn. So take note, future teachers. Um, so you said that these students, they can apply as, they'll apply to Western as incoming first year students. And then they will work with their advisors and work with their professors if they're interested in graduate. So they don't need to apply for the accelerated program as a as what we would typically call a freshman or a first year student, correct? That is correct. Okay, so I think that's, um, really awesome for students, again, to remind themselves it's not set in stone. 
when you graduate from high school that you have to have this all laid out so you can have the world is your oyster still. Yeah. What other benefits or things do you think um, families and students should be aware of this program or things that they need to consider? So I, I want to just talk more about what you said around, you know, high school kids, you don't need to know right now exactly. And some of you do. And some of you do, and it might change once you get to college. Um, but part of the unique experience of going into higher education is the opportunity to be exposed to all the different disciplines and all the different prospects for job opportunities and to have the degree needed to get into those careers and those professions and those jobs that is your dream job. And I, and I think we're taking that notion and saying for a first time student, first year student, and I also want to say maybe it's the, you're the first person in your family to go to college. That's huge. That once you get to a university, perhaps it's Western, and you start to take an interest and a liking in a particular major, whether it's uh, business management or art or creative writing or whatever it may be, sociology, psychology, and you're willing to do the hard work it takes to maintain a certain GPA and work as hard as you can, that there's a pathway for you in an accelerated fashion to receive the master's degree. And, and I, I honestly believe that in some industries, the bachelor's degree won't cut it, right? Yes, that's true. You need the master's degree even to get a foot in the door. Um, and that is not true in all industries, but I, I know that to be true um, perhaps in some states around education. You have to have a master's in education even to get a job. Again, I, I wanna say that's an over, over um, kind of that's a generalizable statement. So what I'd want parents and students to know is it's okay if you don't know right away in your first year, explore, take all those gen ed classes. But if you find something, which we hope you do, because we want you to graduate on time, yes. and, and your parents want you to graduate on time, to think about the next step after college, to take a, a, a step back and think, I could complete a, a master's degree with just one extra year. And what I've seen with a lot of students, and, and that's, this is very common, they, they graduate with a four-year degree, and they take some time off, right? They take some time off. They, they, want, they want to enter into the labor market. They want to get a job. And then they come to find out eventually, you know, I really love to get a master's degree so I could advance in my career. Yeah. And, and what I would say is, you know, that's your choice. If you choose to take some time off and get a job or travel or explore, but think even a few steps beyond that. What's next after that? And would a master's degree actually uh, kind of push you into a, a different level or opportunity level within your career? So it's that staying that extra five years uh, or that extra year, excuse me, to make a total of five years. That's really, really smart and cost effective. And we have amazing faculty that are passionate both about undergraduate students as well as their master's students. Well, and I think, you know, sometimes it's just even like little things when you're in that school mode or you're in work mode, you just stay in it. And if you leave, it's, it is hard. And sometimes you need that master's as you exit the, you know, enter the workforce and exit the academic realm. 
but life catches up and, you know, people get married and have children and it gets harder to do those things that your career might dictate. But um, yeah, and if you're, even if you're starting at 20 in college, it's easier to be doing some of that while you're still in that frame of mind. And it's really one extra year. It's really not that long in the grand scheme of things. So, and for many undergraduate students, it takes them four to six years to finish their bachelor's degree. So again, it's it's not just thinking about today and what's interesting to me. It's thinking about today and what's interesting to me and what I want to major in. But what do I need down the road? Yes. And how will that benefit me once I am really interested and ready to, to dig in deep to that career? Yeah, exactly. So Melanie, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to get this uh, podcast podcast out to our district and our faculty and students because they really, um, I think, will be excited to hear about this. And I look forward to speaking with you again in the future to hear more about what you guys are doing with the three plus two. And friends, thank you for joining us on How Are You Doing Today? And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. And thanks, Mara. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank